Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Steve, Sharpie, and Lauren. Hey, how are you? Hey, good. Hiya. Howdy, Lisa. Hiya, howdy. All right, how's everyone doing? Very nice. Just peachy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys, I swear you practice these answers because they're just, I don't know, mm. nice, very nice. I'm Steve. doing I'm doing nicely. Okay. Just ducky. I like ducky. All right, we are going to kick things off with a new show. Woohoo! All right, and kicking us off on our kickoff, Steve, you get to go first. I wow. need you first, and you get to go first. There you go. So extra magic hours, if you remember, if you stay on Disney property at one of the Disney World resort hotels, one of the perks uh, is that you get to get have extra magic hours. And when they came up with extra magic hours, I believe, because when I was there, I believe they were mornings and they were at the Magic Kingdom because that's where everybody wanted to go. And then over the years, they had morning extra magic hours and then they had evening extra magic hours that they added on. And then they started adding in Epcot and uh, Animal Kingdom and uh, Disney Hollywood Studios. So now... In other words, all the parks, right, Yeah, Steve? Yes, pretty much all. So yes, all the parks now have extra magic hours. <laughs> So, and then they swap them between certain days for mornings and evenings. So it's, you know, these, so it's an even better perk, but you just have to be on your toes to know if it's morning or night. But we've noticed, and if you haven't heard, if you haven't listened to the show in a while, you know, now at the Magic Kingdom, there's always a party. It used to be just the Halloween party and the Christmas party, and they were like normal dates, like you would think about celebrating Halloween would be the month of October when they would have the Halloween party and maybe a little bit of November and December for the Christmas party, but they have stretched those dates out and then they have uh, added extra nights in and then they, and then they've come up with other celebrations like, um, uh, other, what are they, what are they called? Villains and. Oh yeah. They have the villains things they they announced and, and other things that they've done. So the amount of time to have extra magic hours is reduced. And they've actually are going to remove extra magic hours from the Magic Kingdom. You know, but they're gonna they're gonna add more. Just the evening. Yeah, the evening, and then they're gonna. They say they're gonna add more. uh, Beef it up in the morning. Extra magic hours at the Magic Kingdom for resort guests. Which we all know that's not gonna happen. So we'll see. So the thing is, is that if you look at what's going on, Hollywood Studios has no evening hours anymore. It's usually just on Sundays. Animal Kingdom has two mornings a week. Epcot has one morning and one evening. And Magic Kingdom is probably going to go to two or three mornings a week now. And then eventually Epcot will follow. Well, what do you think of this? Do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's... Here's my problem with it. So Halloween parties going on. If the villains events going on, you have Christmas party going on, you have all these nighttime events going on from August until the end of December, and you're limiting the amount of time people have in the parks already by closing the park at six o'clock, three or four days a week, most weeks. So now the other three or four days a week, the park is closing at nine. So... If by giving them the extra hours, at least you're allowing them the opportunity to spend more time in Magic Kingdom 
when they can't really have, like if you're going there for one or for a five day ticket and you're looking for two days of magic kingdom and three of those days are party nights and you're not doing a party that literally limits you to specifically two nights that you can go and you're losing time. Well, you yeah, know, where yeah. you could have done maybe something else like you could have park hopped and you could have done a half a day here and a half a night, half a night at Magic Kingdom. But you can't now because there's a party. You know what I mean? Like you're limiting people. Yeah. And that makes sense. And it's definitely when we were there and we were at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, when was it last year? The we were there on a non extra magic hours day or a non party night. So everybody was there because they were like, oh, this is the night we can stay late at Magic Kingdom because there's not a Halloween party going on tonight. Right. So and those it's really nights, crowded. Yeah. Then. So those nights get crowded now uh, because there's not a party going on. So everyone's like, oh, this is the night we need to go. Yeah. But I think it's going to make it. In some ways, isn't it going to make it easier that you don't have to worry about the evening hours and conflicts with parties and it, it, I guess not, but I don't know. Well, you don't have to worry about booking dining reservations and then realizing that you, there's a party that night and, and you, you need a well, ticket. I think the, the biggest issue here is the fact that for so long they would be open until maybe even 1am. Yeah. I mean, that's- and especially for families with young kids who get hot and tired and cranky want to take the break. Yeah. The ability to go back to the room and then go back into the park in the evening when it starts to cool off and then stay into the, like the, the early morning hours. I mean, that's what vacation kind of is all about is staying up late and getting out of your regular habits and all it's, I just hate that they're, they're eliminating them completely. They're not even going down to like one night a week with evening extra magic hours, eliminating them completely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause we would do that. We would stay till the one, 2 AM. You'd be like, Oh my gosh, magic kingdom. Closes. It would empty out. Yeah. Magic kingdom closes at midnight, but with extra magic hours, it's open till like 2 AM. <laughs> You'd be like, woohoo. And, and then everybody leaves like after the parade. With their kids. Definitely after the 11 o'clock fireworks. Yeah. After the fireworks, you've got all that time where it's, you can, if you're up and have energy and you got the second wind, you can really take advantage of it. Um, but not anymore. Anyway. Not so much. So that's it. Get your morning extra magic hours or go to the other parks. Well, but you could add more hours at night than you really could in the morning. So that doesn't sit well with me. So I think overall we're going to lose out. Uh, even if they have two parks a week that have extra magic hours or a day that have extra magic hours, it just seems like in the end, that particular benefit of staying at a resort is going to fizzle. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately it seems like a lot of benefits at staying at the resort are fizzling. You know, I mean, or you're being losing. Diluted. Right. Like, at what point is it going to be worthwhile on staying on property? I mean, you you know, a lot of the hotels have gone to 60 days out, you know, the offsites. And I don't know. I just wonder at what point is it going to be worthwhile? Is it going to change? 
you'll always have the convenience factor of being close. True. That's, all, that's and, always going to be there. And, and I personally won't stay off site because it's too much work. And the, like that's the, the the big deciding factor for a lot of families is the additional benefits of being able to book your fast passes early, um, and, and having access to Disney's Magical Express. A, a lot of those different things, and, and it's I don't know. It, it, a lot of that has changed. Even charging for parking now, I, it's there's, that there's used a to be a, a lot of factors to consider yeah. that that. I don't think Disney is realizing yeah back in the how day how much some of these like what seems like a minor benefit actually mean to their guests yeah. right but and so you have to yeah I mean even the even the parking it's like when I worked at the Grand Floridian and of course now we're on a tangent but when I was there as a valet people I'd be like hey do you want to valet park your car and they're like no and I'm like it's free you can valet park for free it was free to valet park your car no charge at all at the Grand Floridian when I worked there as a bellman or in a valet. And then they started charging for valet and now they charge for self-parking on top of that. And then it was free if you were a DVC member when it wasn't free yeah. for anybody else. And then it became free with only, dinner, free with tables. Yeah. Then it became, and then all, it's just, then it, now it's like, you know, it's all that stuff slowly goes away or gets changed or it becomes too convoluted. Yeah. Little by little, it never gets better. <laughs> That's what I always tell Lisa. She's like, ooh, I really want to buy this. Or, or I don't know. There's always something going on. And I'm like, well, if you want to do whatever it is now, do it now. Because in two years, it'll, it's not going to go down in price. No, nope, it's not. So, yeah. So, and, I talked him into 800-point DVC contract. No, that's not true. All right, I'm lying. Yeah. But that would be nice. No, that would not. We'd never be able to use it. We, I would use gonna, it on cruises and ABD. We're going to lose our points this this time anyways because we didn't use them. So no, you need to get those rolled over. There's or, no other. They expire. They've been rolled over too many times. Anyways. Then we need to go. Next. No, we don't have time to go. <sighs> All right. What's Who's next? All right. Let me see. Next is, let's go with Sharpie. You can pick either one, Sharpie. So uh, details have been coming and a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, but then once Disney acquired Fox, the future of Disney Plus really came into vision. Uh, Disney Plus is the the Disney streaming service, which will unlock the vault on every Disney movie that's out there. No more vaults, no more movies being pushed into obscurity to drive up the price of DVD or even back then VHS tapes. Uh, so you have two pricing options. You can pay monthly at $6.99 per month, or you can pay annually at $69.99 per year. So with all the content, and let's not forget that Disney is a, a primary shareholder of Hulu as well, uh, which will be offering more of their kind uh, kind of, kind of ma mature content on Hulu instead of Disney Plus. Disney Plus is, is largely family focused. Uh, the streaming market is getting pretty crowded. 
but one of the kind of the cool things is you'll be able to watch The Simpsons on Disney Plus. Now, what a, yeah, what a, personally, I, I have to have the conversation that Disney now owns almost every intellectual property piece that Universal has spent billions building in their parks from the Marvel characters, all that stuff. Now, the Simpsons, whole Simpsons land, Disney owns the Simpsons because Disney, the, the Fox assets. It's pretty interesting. So who's going to be subscribing to Disney Plus? My know. kids are already ready to go. <laughs> I, don't, I just can't. I don't, I'm right mm. behind them. They're, they've already told me. They're like, I think we're going to get rid of Netflix. I'm like, oh, I'm sure Disney is excited to hear that. <laughs> so we have Netflix. We have Hulu. And we have Amazon Prime because we have Amazon Prime. So it just comes anyway. It just kind of defaults. And then, and then, and how much time do we spend well, we, watching we, TV? Like none on any of those three. So I feel like I can't imagine getting another one. And I feel like we should get rid of probably two of the ones that we already have. Um, I just I, like, and then on, uh, we have a Roku is what we have. So it seems like there's always another channel that, like I'll click on just to see what it is. And then that's $5 more a month. So I never click on any of these. I mean, the, the one thing that Disney, I would love to see Disney be successful. When I was at Disney world, they were trying to do this internet thing and, and they got go.com. And if you go to go.com, I think it still takes you to Disney. So their idea was they were going to be the homepage for everything. And you would just go to go.com like Google before Google. Um, and you would type your stuff in and you would go to wherever. And then they'd also have their Disney stuff there. But, and then they ramp up and they hire all these people and they build this thing. And then like six months to a year later, they fire all these people. And they do that with all their arcade games. Like they, you know, they did that. The only like Epic Mickey or whatever that game was with the paintbrush. That was, oh, yeah. Yep. It was Epic Mickey. Yeah, yeah. So they did, before that, they had some games and they were, the you know the game division at Disney was kind of ramping up and then laying off and then ramping up again and then laying off again. So I I'm I'm hopeful that that does not happen with uh, Disney Plus. So we'll see because they seem to they don't have a good track record on any of these things. But maybe on the, I think on the Disney TV owns side. so I know much that's the thing though. So maybe content now that that. This at six ninety nine a month, this thing's going to be successful in 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 my opinion, yeah. because not only is it going to be on mobile devices, it's going to be on your on TV. It's right. uh, it, it's it, really crazy that that when you when you think about how that how the hist how history evolves, where uh, we used to go to a video store and rent a VHS tape and return it in within oh, yeah. two days or or however long or twenty four hours or three days whatever yep. your rental period was. Yep. So you didn't own your content. I mean, yeah. back then they even rented VCRs. So you didn't have to mm -hmm. buy your own VCR. Be kind and rewind. And then VHS tapes, mm -hmm. the price went down. The price of VHS players went down. People were amassing huge movie collections. Oh, yeah. And then you can't come into the DVD world and then Blu-ray. It's all about owning your content. Well, now yeah. 
consumers don't want to own all those movies. They don't want to own box after box after box after box of DVDs and all that stuff. Some people still do. But if you have all of your content on demand, all of the Disney movies at your fingertips, we're back to a monthly rental fee. Or, or right. a rental fee. So it's crazy how, how all of that kind of cycles back around. Uh, but but each time it it, it, re, it re, regenerates a little bit more, uh, especially having this content mobile is going to be huge. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the thing that I think Netflix and maybe it's Netflix or is it Amazon Prime or maybe it's both of them. When I click through their shows and look, they have like, they're going full in on all this original content, like original series, original movies. Ori- I mean, they have like, so people are subscribing to some of these things because you can only get XYZ show. And I don't watch any of these shows, so I don't know what they are. But but I always hear like, oh, I watch this on Netflix or you got to watch this on Amazon Prime. So they, they're, and they're cranking out the shows like crazy. So if Disney has, you know, the must have hit, unbelievable new content shows, then I think they'll do well. But if they're just going to recycle Bambi and Dumbo and the well, rest they've, of Well, they've know, got their, two girls already. So what? Lauren's kids. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. They're ready to go. So see, we'll see. But here's the thing. You have to remember, Disney owns Marvel. And not only are my kids huge, huge, huge Disney fans, but they are everything Marvel and Star Wars fans. So everything they love is encompassed in under the Disney umbrella. So well, there, but there everything was never is encompassed a doubt. Under, like they're like, yeah. oh, we're well, the Muppets, do it from our own account. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's the Muppets <laughs> are under the Disney brand now. Uh, Family Guy is under the Disney brand now. Bob's Burgers is under the Disney brand. Um, like all that stuff. Yeah. But like, anyway, we'll see. I just don't want to pay anything for anything anymore for something else. I'm never going to turn on for, for us. But so many people are, can't, uh, no longer have cable yeah. or no longer have uh, yeah. a dish. That's I mean, us. That, that's, yeah, we don't everything's, have everything's going online. Everything's going to a streaming service. Yeah. That's where yep. we are. Well, which is how we justify having Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, Instead we have, of paying eighty dollars a month, yeah, we have the cheaper. We're paying versions. under thirty. Yeah, and we we're don't paying have cable. Twenty. Yeah, we have the five dollar Hulu or whatever. He's, he's not yeah. up on the prices. Oh, did it go up? Well, maybe. Oh, what do we have? Do it's we have? like eleven dollars. Now it's eleven. It was five. It? Well, that's how that's how the Disney thing will be too. I don't know what it is. It was five when we got it. That's how the Disney six ninety nine will be. I'll be like, oh yeah, it's six ninety nine, and then we still be no, it's like twelve ninety nine now. Oh, like, I don't even know, and that's the beauty of it. You sign up, and you don't know when they increase, and, and they send you an email, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Remember that email we sent yeah. you two years ago that you didn't read? That will increase the price by fifty yeah. percent every year. Scary. All right, so we're gonna move on. Um, I'll go. So. Illuminations. <sighs> so over in oh. Epcot. You and Lauren should go. No, thanks. I'm good. Lauren, you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Oh, come on. No, Sharpie, I'm not even no. Remotely. It's iconic. It's not. It's overdone. It's, it's not. 
I I know Sharpie. I would rather watch Rivers of Light than Illuminations. Mm. All right. So what's happening? Really? Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> so would you rather watch Illuminations, Lauren? Really? I would rather watch Illuminations than Rivers no. of Light. No. Well, the the nice thing yeah. with Illuminations is when it's over. And then you can wait till it's over and then you can walk out slowly and it's the music's kind of playing and the the lights on all the countries are kind of dim and it's kind of a nice walk out. I know it's like, that's one of my fondest Disney memories of watching illuminations and, and slowly making your way around. Yeah. Oh, that's the 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 music for illuminations, the storyline, the fireworks, I just hope the new show is is half as good as Illumination. All right. Get me the I tissue. I would put money on the fact that the new show will be better than Illuminations. I know. I'm willing I know. to place money on that one. And I'm not even remotely ready. sad it's happening. So I when... Can't, I, I can't... I'm, uh, Illuminations has run its course. Yes, it has. I And agree. it's a good show. It's run its course. Yeah. Right. It was good the first... 20 Two dozen times. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it, it just simply got old. So when's, it, when's it closing? So it is closing. That's what we're trying to allude to here. We're trying to inform you that it's closing September 30th of this year. And, um, and then the very next day, October 1st, Epcot Forever is going to open. And it's going to be your same typical... Uh, fireworks and lasers, and uh, it's going to have kites. Well, it's like a tribute show. Yeah. Until the dancing kites. Until the real replacement comes in. It's coming. Give it time. I don't think they're really kites. I think they're drone kites. I think they're drones because they're they're me. choreographed, and so to choreograph a kite, it's kind of got to not thought, trust the wind. I was thinking, and I thought I saw a picture of this. I thought it was like. A guy on a jet ski with like stunt kites behind him, with like someone sitting backwards on the jet ski behind, doing. Or maybe I just dreamed this. I think you're just making it up. And then because they look like those stunt kites, you know that where you pull on the there right. There is a jet ski involved. Well, see, there you go. Or jet skis. Yeah, aren't yeah. they pulling kites? Yeah. See, okay. they, yeah. I don't. I, don't I think know. they are. I think the jet skis are pulling the kites. There's kites. They had stuff like this years ago. They used to have these ridiculous things where they would do all this kind of stuff. They used to have a circus at Epcot, right where the fountain, before you get to the big fountain. But anyway, with a tightrope and the whole nine yards. So, but the kite, so I, I remember kites and all this kind of stuff way back when. So I think Sharpie, well, if it wasn't a temporary show um, that was already being replaced, I bet those kites wouldn't last more than like six months anyways before they, because Disney seems to, add all that kind of stuff in. And then if it requires extra people, they, those are like the first elements to go. So we'll see. You mean like the, uh, like the live performers, with yeah, Rivers of Light, like live music, like live performers. Yeah. All the stuff that was going to happen with Rivers of Light. And then they got it down to four people and then they got rid of those four people. So anything that requires like extra talent, um, they seem to let it go if it's a part of a show that we're, where they feel like it's not 100% necessary. So I don't know. We'll see. But but this show is already slated to be very short-lived. It's just a filler until the final new Epcot Illuminations comes out. 
Well, we'll see. With the Disney. Hey, what? Oh. what? Hey, Sharpie, you might know. Whatever happened with Cirque du Soleil with the new replacement? Have you heard anything? Because so they closed. There, it. there hasn't been anything. Yeah, I, they this announced is, a new show. Yeah, um, but I, I, I don't know. Hmm. Had haven't nothing yet. Okay, yeah, because I haven't heard anything, which is odd. Seems like everything else is rolling around. There must be something holding that up. Yeah, so I okay. say that they need to do Disney Disney on Broadway in that theater. I like that idea because then it, it, it uh, circles out. It's not always the same. That would be cool. Yeah, it's not the same show for I, 30 years. I think years. that would be a, a huge draw to Disney Springs, not only local, but also. I would uh, absolutely for, for go visitors. every time I was there. Yeah, because it was. That to be me is worth show. it. Yeah, it's not the same Lanuba, which was great the first well, I mean, yeah, they mixed that up a Uzi's little. in there one month. You have Lion King. You have Aladdin. You have Mary Poppins. You have the Frozen Mary musical. Poppins. Yeah, there's ne- there's a, there's a never-ending thing. I mean, there are plenty of Disney yeah. musicals that could be put out there. Yeah. And if you did them for even six months at a time. Well, they I, I mean, the, the time period could be endless. It could be. Uh, a, a month, depending on what kind of sets they had, six yeah. months, they could go with a year and then change it out because people often yeah. visit once a year. Although they really invest and then they, just like Illuminations on Lanuba, they invest in it and then they you they run it for so long, it's unbelievable how long yeah. they run it for. Yeah, but if the, it's already a traveling show with yeah. a traveling Those, set, uh, yeah, then they, can just they could spruce it up a little, but... Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, yep. it, it's not going to be that reinvestment every time. It's simply taking it out of circulation for whatever period of time they deem yep. is appropriate. Because originally they had announced that the new Cirque show would go in in spring of 2019. And it's spring of 2019. Yeah, and no. they yeah. haven't said a word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there must be some issues or something they're trying to work out. Interesting. Well, they got a lot going on. Which, I mean, the thing is, there's far more foot traffic at Disney Springs than there ever was. Oh, that's crazy. Except for maybe the high years of uh, Pleasure Island. But, oh. but Disney Springs is far, far larger than what I ever thought it would be whenever they announced all the transition. But it's, it's enormous. Yep. Who's up? All right, so... Let's go. I think we all went once. Let's go back to Steve. Nope. Oh, did you Lauren didn't go. go? Uh-uh. How did we skip Lauren? Because we you. took we, one of mine out. We we got rid of Lauren's one of Lauren's stories. Okay, so Lauren, you get one. You can have my other one if you want. Nah, it doesn't matter. Okay, so you go. <laughs> um. Okay, so mine is nothing crazy exciting, but the Grapefruit Garage has officially opened at Disney Springs. Super exciting stuff happening here. Um, the third parking garage has debuted, and it's going to actually have a pedestrian bridge over Buena Vista Drive that will take you directly to the marketplace. Um, and that is officially op- opened now. It's going to provide additional parking for guests and cast members. So it sounds like it's going to be kind of 
the overflow parking. So I haven't driven I-4 in a while, but the rumor was way back when that you would pull right off of I-4 right into one of these garages. Is this? You kind of can. Is that kind of? Yeah. I mean, in in theory, you do. That's kind of how that works. That's kind of how that works now. Yeah. They really did a great job on fixing the transportation issues and the traffic over there. That's nice. Creating a dedicated bus lane was enormous. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because it not only speeds up the bus transportation to and from the resorts, it keeps it off of the other, the, the main road for, for all of the vehicular traffic for, for cars and trucks and vans, whatever. But yeah, the bus lane, whoever pushed for that at Disney, we thank you. You're brilliant. <laughs> it was yeah, a, that was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That was always a horrible place to catch a bus. Getting in and out and all the people crossing the roads that now walk over the, the catwalks. It's just definitely Well, they done. fixed it. They fixed everything yeah, over there. So that's very well done. They streamlined it. And Good it job. also made it a lot more convenient for the, um, the, the, the Disney Springs Hotel District because those people used to have to walk, walk the sidewalks and yep. take crosswalks. And that was a dangerous intersection because people, people flew through there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's dark. Very nice. All right. Um, you know, I'll just go again because why not? Um, Pizza Rizzo. So over in Hollywood Studios, we've got Pizza Rizzo and it's going to reopen May the 4th of this year. May the 4th be with you. Um, they are adding, I mean, it's, it's kind of, kind of the same. Um, all they've really done is add a couple things on uh, the dessert menu, uh, which will feature a peanut butter and jelly um, varin. Peanut butter and jelly what? Varin. What, what, what is that? A Sounds varin. like a fancy PB&J. Yes. A varin is, you know, those little like shot glasses of oh, dessert uh-huh. that you can get. Uh-huh. So this is going to have like a, a nutty peanut butter candy type layered with jelly and I don't know, maybe whipped cream or something, but it's going to be desserty, uh-huh. but like those glasses. Uh-huh. That's what they call when they put dessert in a shot glass. A varin. Yeah. I came up with that. Mr. V- varin. I think V E R R I N E. I'm not even remotely excited uh, about this. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm trying to make it exciting. I'm not terribly excited about it. I think it's hard to do anything peanut butter and jelly that's not original. They had um, Skippy. Oh, made no, I these... meant about the pizza. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> and the pizza, you're going to be able to get your pizza and your mac and cheese and your meatball sub. You'll still be able to get that. But and It's only going to be open, though, until the end of May, beginning of June. And then they're going to put it down again. Yep. I don't get I it. I think it's an overflow restaurant they open when they need. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I mean, it, it I was. They with it. Yeah, they said it's seasonal. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Which I mean, I think once once Galaxy's Edge starts drawing in the crowds, I think they'll it'll be open more often. Well, and I think maybe they need to switch what it is and make it more appealing. Yeah, yeah, or, or actually make it like a gourmet type of pizza. Right, something that's well, going to draw the crowds. Okay, so what do you guys think of the flatbreads at Pinocchio's? Do you like those? I like them better. So what if they did something like that? That would be better. Okay. 
Um, I agree because they have kind of just it's so bready. Yeah, it's too. It's I'm not a fan. It's it's not a value to me. I I don't feel like I'm really eating pizza. I feel like I'm eating bread with a little bit of stuff. Right. So um, I do like the flatbreads at Pinocchio. I do too. I think those are really good. Yep. Yummy. Okay, so we turned it into a positive. As long as they switch to flatbread pizzas, we're good. Look at us go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Disney. All right, Sharpie, what do you have? Oh, that's a good question. What do I have? You Ooh, I bet you, you got a lot. I think it has to do with Animal Kingdom. You you know, you are you're too I'm good. On tonight. You I are am. just I know. you are you are on top of your game. Crazy. Uh, yeah, but we always load the deck for What him. I'm not having is lunch with Joe Rody. That's what I'm not having. Which is just sad. So uh, April 22nd will mark the 20th anniversary. Um, uh, actually, hold on, 21st anniversary uh, because Animal Kingdom, this was its 20th year because it opened in 2018. Uh, but for the um, for the, the, the anniversary celebration, they are uh, bringing back uh, the, uh, the Tiffin's talks, uh, with Joe Rody. Uh, so you can have lunch with Joe Rody and enjoy, uh, being regaled with the, the, the stories of Joe Rody. And he's a great storyteller. Oh, he is like that. That's, that's, that, that's him. That's his essence. That's what like no matter whether he's building a park or or painting an image or giving a talk, Joe Rody is a storyteller inside and out. So um, April 20th through the 22nd, uh, Animal Kingdom will once again host the party for the planet. Uh, actually, you'll be able to watch some of it live online. So be sure to stay tuned for that uh, because it's it's. Uh, going to be pretty cool uh some different things that they're going to be doing um but they're also going to be featuring the uh the new penguin new penguins movie uh the new disney nature film that's getting ready to come out uh i love the disney nature films it's their of course documentary style but they 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 tell a really good story uh they have a really really great series of those uh but yeah so it'll feature joe Rody, uh the beloved creative force behind the concept design and build out of disney's animal kingdom is how how disney sells sells the talk it'll be a four course lunch with global uh global foods desserts specialty drinks for the low low price of $199 plus tax and gratuity. You must have park admission. On top of that. Mm. On top of that. Uh, but one really cool thing uh, that will also be featured uh, um, on April uh, 20th and 22nd is uh, the Mombasa Marketplace will be hosting an art signing with Joe Rody. Uh, you will buy a print uh, a unique lion themed print. Um, it's unique for uh, the commemorative celebration. Uh, and you will need a wristband in order to meet Joe Rody, and you can get more details on that uh, on the Disney World website. Uh, so if you, you want to get very specific, you go to the uh, events and tours page, click on Animal Kingdom, and it's going to, you'll find it under Party for the Planet. 
Wow. Just to interject for people thinking about whether this is worth it or not. When I was at Alani and we ran into him, we took pictures with him and then we ran into him again at the lounge later that night. And I'm sorry. I had to clear my throat. Um, And he was talking to, we were sitting at a table next to him and he was standing talking to a family and he was talking about um, how they designed the lounge and what all the meanings were behind certain things and, and the history of it and why they did what they did. He is so passionate and he wasn't speaking to me, but we were eavesdropping. Um, <laughs> but was, we were like, oh, look, there's Joe. Let's go sit next to them. Um, you know, well, let's, but let's eavesdrop on their conversation because he has it, so much to say. He does. And, and he's so passionate about what he does and what he's done um, that I can see after watching that a value with it because I actually think he would be fascinating to sit and have a lunch oh, with for an hour. Absolutely. And I'm sure, so, and I'm sure, I'm sure you'll get some uh, limited edition uh, commemorative uh, pin or something like that as well. I'm sure there's some little extra takeaway for right. people that go to the. That'd be nice. Because Disney always has some little extra magic. Very cool. All right, we're gonna do one more, Steve. Uh, so we'll wrap it up over at Galaxy's Edge at Star Wars. So Disneyland. They're opening up again. If you don't know, it's on May 31st for Galaxy's Edge. So remember the cantina from the original Star Wars movie when I was a kid? They're going to have Oga's cantina. There's a rumor. There's there's a, like two parts to this rumor. The first part is, is that um, they're going to limit the amount of seating in the cantina. So there's five booths, maybe that's what they're saying, and um, some bar stools is what they're going to limit it to, to start. Which I and mean, this makes sense because there's going to be so many people waiting to get in there, kind of like the wand shop at Harry Potter. So they'll have a queue outside. They'll let people in. They don't want to crowd it up with a bunch of furniture so they they can get a, more people in there. Uh, the rumor is saying maybe what did I write down here? Up to maybe a hundred and. 15 is the, maybe the occupancy of the place. Uh, and then they're also saying that they might limit it to an hour. So how they actually would police that or whatever, uh, because they want to, you know, they don't want someone sitting in there forever. Uh, so that's, and they're also saying that it's, that there is another section to the restaurant, which I had not heard of before, but evidently there is another section of the restaurant that will be serving food but maybe eventually. Because, yeah. But because of, <laughs> but it's not ready and it, it might be because of budget cuts or maybe they've fallen behind, but that section of the restaurant will not be open May 31st. So this is all rumors that are spreading around. So um, I can see the first part of limiting people and limiting it to an hour because at pleasure Island, this was the death of adventurers club. When I would talk to the people that were there, people would come into adventurers club they would take all the seats and they would stay there all night and they would order an ice water or one drink. And then the place never made any money. So then they finally, the, the, the Disney fans that loved adventurers clubs were also the death of the adventurers club because they would just sit there and take up all the spots. So I could see that happening here 
especially when it first opens if, if, and there's so many people waiting to get in. So I can see them definitely putting a limit on it if it's very popular. And plus it's small. And plus the adventurers club had, had theatrics and yeah, it was different stuff involved. Yeah. And I'm sure there's crazy stuff that's going to happen here. Like uh, Trader Sam's where things happen in the uh, bar and people are going to want to hang out. Um, I mean, even Lamplight Lounge, which is phenomenal over at Disneyland, over at California Adventure, right there on the water, has a huge waiting list. I mean, they take reservations to get in there, and they have really good food and appetizers and drinks, and it doesn't have uh, nearly the amount of cool things that are going to happen, I think, at this cantina. So I'm excited to see what happens. Hopefully they'll... And I'm also kind of excited that Disneyland gets to try all this stuff first. And maybe uh, if they need to make some minor tweaks, they can do those before World opens. Uh, we'll see. I think that's going to do it for us today. So sad. So we're going to wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to our shows, you can find more of them over at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. You can send your comments and questions to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs>